Hello, you're very welcome along to the Aromatherapy Business Podcast. My name is Jenny, and I'm going to be sharing lots of fantastic aromatherapy recipes and tips with you. I'll also share some business strategies for aromatherapists and for holistic therapists. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the seven components or the seven parts of a successful and profitable aromatherapy business. Aromatherapy is an absolutely amazing treatment. It's really effective, it's very gentle, and it's very versatile. And it can also be a very profitable business, and there are multiple ways for aromatherapists to increase their income, and there are multiple ways for them to create extra income streams aside from their one-to-one treatments. But over the years, and I've been teaching a long time, I've been working as an aromatherapist for a long time, I've seen lots of people train as aromatherapists, but never actually practice, despite wanting to practice. It's fine if somebody wants to do an aromatherapy course just for themselves, they want the knowledge of the oils, they want to use it for a family and friend, that's absolutely great. But I just think it's awful that somebody would put the time and effort into learning it and they love aromatherapy and they just don't know how to start getting clients and they never actually get to work as an aromatherapist. I've also seen a lot of aromatherapists and other therapists as well who actually do start working but they never become very profitable. They're working hard and they're scrimping and saving to make ends meet. Neither of those is ideal. To my mind, there are seven parts to a successful aromatherapy business. Some of these are essential and others are not essential but very nice to have. When I talk about a successful aromatherapy business, I'm talking about three aspects. First of all, the benefits that your clients get from your blends. So you're making top-notch blends and your clients are getting fantastic results from them. The second component I'm talking about is profitability, because it's very important for you as an aromatherapist to earn a decent living from doing the work that you love. Which brings me on to number three, and that is the satisfaction and the joy that you get from working with essential oils. Here are the seven components to create that successful business. Number one is a thorough understanding of essential oils. A client can walk into you and you can pick a blend based on your client's physical state, mental emotional state, skin condition, even the time of day. And you can have that blend created within minutes. And really important, the blends you make are 100% safe. So number two component of a successful aromatherapy business is understanding the chemistry of essential oils. And I know a lot of aromatherapists and trainee aromatherapists, and I was definitely in this camp for a long time, would have thought, oh, essential oil chemistry, do I have to? It's so boring, it's not even relevant. That is because in most colleges, Students need to know the main chemical constituent of each essential oil. Even saying that sounds boring. (laughs) That information on its own is useless 
absolutely useless. I did some extra training with Rhiannon Lewis, a beautiful lady who founded Botanica. You may have heard of her. Training with Rhiannon really brought aromatherapy chemistry to life for me. And if you're not a chem head, if you didn't do chemistry in school, or you didn't like chemistry in school, or you don't want to learn all those weird symbols, it doesn't matter, you don't have to. When you understand practical aromachemistry, you'll understand how essential oils work, why some are contraindicated to certain conditions, why some blend particularly well with others, and lots more. And really important, you'll know what chemicals you need to include in your blend, and this is going to make your blends way more effective. So you'll obviously will know the therapeutic properties of which oils are good for coughs and colds, etc. But in addition to that, you look at the chemical and blend for the therapeutic properties and for the chemical. And that really is going to bring your blending to the next level. Just to give you a quick example of that, I had a student who was coming to one of my in-person aromatherapy courses and she had missed a class. She came in the following class saying that she had missed a previous class because she had a really nasty chest infection that she just could not clear up. I said to her, are you using essential oils? And she said, yes, she was. And she was using lavender and bergamot and lovely oils. And they were having no effect. So I knew exactly why, but she didn't. So I went into the class and said, I want you to come up with a blend that will suit this student and help her respiratory infection. And they all come up with different blends. And I was going through them all and going, no, no, you're missing something, you're missing something, you're missing something, that won't work, etc. One girl had picked an oil that was just right, and I said, that is one of the oils that you need to use. She didn't know why it was one of the oils that she needed to use. The reason is that all of the students naturally were picking all the obvious oils that were well known as being good for the respiratory system and they all were good for the respiratory system. But what they hadn't put together was they needed to have a particular chemical called a ketone. Essential oils that are rich in ketones act very powerfully on the respiratory system. And unless you have one of those oils, at least one of those oils, in a blend for a severe respiratory system, the chances are that the normal essential oils are not going to work. They will help, they will ease symptoms, they will lift the spirits, but are not going to be able to destroy that infection on their own. So now the students understood it, I asked them to come up with a blend that was rich in ketones that would help the student with respiratory infection. And they did, they came up with a top-notch blend the student took it with her, she used an inhaler, she used a chest rub, and when she came in the following week, the infection was completely gone. So knowing essential oil chemistry is really, really powerful, and this is just one example of why you would need to know the chemicals in an essential oil. Number three component is what I call aroma psychology, which is aromatherapy for the mind and emotions. You can pick up any aromatherapy book and you'll see a list of essential oils that are calming, ones that are uplifting, ones that are stimulating, etc. They're good for depression, they're good for stress. And that is very useful. 
But as an aromatherapist, I really think that we need to be able to go a bit deeper than this because it's not one size fits all. In my aromatherapy wellness professional course, I cover how to blend in a very personal way, taking all sorts of things into account like scent memory, PTSD, ethnic preference and lots more. And the whole aroma psychology is just so fascinating. And again, as with the chemistry, having an understanding of aroma psychology is going to make your blending a lot more effective. I've had, and my students have had, some fantastic results for PTSD, for anxiety, for panic attacks, and lots more. And it is just so amazing to see the client feeling better and better all the time. Just a quick note here, if somebody is suffering from severe anxiety and depression, don't try to treat with essential oils alone. Always refer them on to a doctor or a medical professional. You can still use the essential oils, but as I say, don't try and treat any very severe condition with essential without having consulted a doctor or medical professional. Number four component is insurance, and this is very obvious. If you don't have insurance, you can't work with paying clients. So any course you do must be accepted by insurance companies. Number five, not essential, but a big plus, is having extra aromatherapy skills and knowledge, such as pregnancy aromatherapy or aromatherapy facial. Having these extra skills really helps you to stand out from other therapists in your area. It positions you as an expert and it makes it easier for you to upgrade your treatments so that you can raise your rates. Number six is being able to spread the word about your business and tell clients what they need to know before they book in with you. So clients might want to know what conditions does aromatherapy help? If I have X, Y and Z condition, will it help me? Why should they book with you? over any other aromatherapist or any other therapist. What skills and experience do you have? What success stories do you have? They might wonder what a treatment feels like. They might wonder how to book with you. Think about the questions that you ask before you go for a new treatment with a new therapist. So how do you actually go about spreading the word, answering your clients' questions before you actually meet them? There are so many ways. Google My Business. Filling out your profile in Google My Business, putting up posts in Google My Business. Social media is a great way to spread word about what you do and to engage with clients. Websites, fantastic. It doesn't need to be a crazy expensive website. You could build a website yourself. You can get someone to do it for you. You don't need to spend thousands on it. A rebooking strategy, really important. And a lot, a lot, a lot of therapists, of all sorts of therapists don't do this because you don't want to seem pushy and I can understand that. But encouraging rebooking and referring is extremely important for your business and it doesn't need to seem pushy or salesy at all. These are some of the things that you need to have in order to be able to spread the word. If you can't spread the word about your business, you don't have a business. But the good news is that it doesn't need to be complicated and it doesn't need to be time consuming. In my aromatherapy wellness professional course, I am starting a new module about build your business while you train. So my students can finish the course with paying clients. 
and the strategy I use will also rule out the case studies, case study clients who become the freebie seekers of the future. Now, not all case study clients do, but some of them do, but gets rid of all that. And I also have a module at the end of the course that will help you to expand on that and continue to attract clients to your business. Number seven. Again, it's not essential, but it is a big plus. And this is multiple streams of income. Aromatherapists can make a very good living treating clients one-to-one, but extra streams of income are so good to have. There's teaching, there's making and selling aromatherapy products, there is corporate work, there are a lot more income streams that aromatherapists can avail of. I'm going to be running a webinar about multiple income options for aromatherapists. It's on the 12th of April. I have a link below where you can register if you'd like to. And you can either watch the live class or you can get the replay or both. So if you can't make it on the day, there is no problem whatsoever. So before I finish up, I'm just going to go quickly over those seven components again, because I know it's very easy to be listening to something and go, what was the third one? So number one component for a successful aromatherapy business is a deep and thorough understanding of essential oils so you can quickly pick safe and effective blends for your clients. Number two is a practical understanding of the chemistry of essential oils and that just takes your blending to the next level. It's absolutely fascinating. Number three is aroma psychology, which is understanding how aromatherapy works on the mind and emotions on a very individual level. Number four is having insurance, obviously vital. Number five is having extra aromatherapy skills that will help you to stand out for other therapists in your area and upgrade your treatments and raise your rates. Number six is being able to spread the word about your business because if you can't do this, you don't have a business. There are so many ways to do that and the good news is it's not super complicated. Number seven is being able to create extra income streams. This is such a big plus for aromatherapists and as I say I have a webinar coming up on that on the 12th of April and you're very welcome to register. I hope that you enjoyed that and found it interesting. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you for a future episode. If you'd like to learn more about aromatherapy and how you can use it to upgrade your treatments and help your clients why don't you go ahead and download my sinusitis pdf. In this PDF, you'll find a walkthrough massage tutorial and a recipe, information about sinusitis and how non-aromatherapists can use essential oils in their therapy room for clients who have sinusitis. The link is bit.ly.com forward slash sinusitis treatment and I also have the link below in the show notes. I hope you enjoy it and thank you very much.